in the meantime, uh, my really good friends, uh, Safiso and Chachelo, are joining us uh, live on air. They represent an organization called Open Home Africa, and we're going to be talking to them about a, a conference which is happening uh, this weekend. Uh, Safiso, Chachelo, are you guys online? Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Good morning to the hey. listeners. Hey, guys, it's, it's even good to be on the It's even good to hear your voices. Although, Safisa, I've been talking to you a bit uh, over the last week, um, but it's great to hear your voices uh, this Friday. You put a big smile on my face. Um, and so, uh, really, what we're wanting to do is, is highlight and draw some attention uh, to a conference which is happening uh, this week, it's happening on Saturday, the 26th of March, 2022. Um, it starts at half past eight in the morning and it's going to be running until half past three in the afternoon. Um, and, uh, really the conversations are going to be highlighting the, the crisis, the great need. And I was looking at a, a couple of notes on the conference, uh, talking about four million kids, um, who are in, um, massively um, uh, vulnerable uh, spaces right now in South Africa uh, and then you're going to be talking about baby savers orphan care uh, steps about how to adopt or foster um, have I summed up things right and do you want to maybe just bring a little bit of attention uh, to some of uh, to some of those introductory statements yeah well sure um it is quite a depressing sort of stat to hear mm. that uh, we've got so many children who are in crisis, so many children in South Africa who are um, just vulnerable, mm. you know, and over COVID, I'm sure Mark, you would know that um, we even had more children who um, uh, became COVID orphans. Yes. You know, so the number in South Africa is is is, is really staggering, and we actually think the numbers are outdated. And actually, one of the speakers who's coming, uh, Robin uh, Foster, she's a journalist, and and she she tracks all of these things. She gets all the stats and she writes about it um, in the the the, the media's landscape about how bad the crisis is. And so we, if we are not aware. Um, you know, about the, the numbers on the ground, um, it would be very hard for us to even just sum up what 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 is the situation. But yeah, we're having a situation where orphan homes are quite full. Um, they're actually turning away some some babies just to say oh, oh, we are no. full, we are understaffed. Um, funding is an issue. Uh, we have some 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 centers that are actually even closing down. We heard of one two weeks ago in the Rainsford area that um, you know they don't have the funding, and so they have to either close down or or just disperse the children to different homes. You know, Hello. So I, I mean, that's like super tragic. I mean, even as I'm hearing you talk. Uh, we use that massive number, 4 million. We know that COVID has created um, child-headed homes. Just that's mm -hmm. a reality over the last two years. Um, to hear that some homes are closing down, to hear of this great need, it is so tragic. It is so awful. And yet in the midst of it, I know that there is a glimmer of hope. Um, mm -hmm. uh, my wife and, and I are adoptive parents, and our story started as we were exposed through the media, through through print media. We were reading the newspaper, 
and recognized this great need and the Lord moved in our hearts, uh, moved in our hearts a, 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 a desire to be involved in the solution. A, and you guys as an organization in terms of uh, Open Home Africa, you guys literally represent an, an unbelievable opportunity to our nation to get involved in taking care of those who are most vulnerable in our country and that would be children that are orphaned uh, children that need foster care um, and, and you make information available to the to, to folk what, what are some of the things that you as an organization do and and how do you go about doing it because i have no doubt that there's some listeners that are intrigued uh, at the solution that you and safiso uh, and the organization open home africa advocate for so mark thanks for asking and um truly we also pretty much you know um on this journey that we got uh involved in as adoptive parents ourselves mm-hmm. um you know uh, my wife and i were our eyes were open to the plight of the orphan crisis in south africa mm-hmm. um and that um the solution is primarily within the church to actually respond um in a gospel mandate way uh, you yes. know to this gospel mandate of you know, show love to the sojourner, show, show love to the fatherless. Um, yes. that, that is a gospel mandate, as James uh, would tell us, that that is true religion. And we don't do it for any other reason outside of just having been recipients of the grace of God uh, through Jesus Christ ourselves. Yes. And so first and foremost, you know, what we seek to do is not uh, to usurp the role of adoption homes per se. We advocate the awareness um, that everyone could do something um, to address the crisis. And it may begin by firstly finding out about what is this crisis? How does it come about? And then also finding out what it is that people can do. Mm. And so with our workshops, which we've had um, uh, some five or or six now, I've lost count. Um, uh, They've now culminated in a conference. Um, and all of these events and gatherings uh, are information sharing opportunities mm-hmm. and they are opportunities for stakeholders to come together and work closely together to address the need. Yeah, mm. I think what's been happening in South Africa is everyone is doing something but in silos. Yes. And what Open Home does is, okay, let's let's form a network. Let's form a platform where every single one who is doing something, um, including the churches, including yes. the open care um, institutions, how do we actually fast track um, and mobilize, you know, um, the, the, the plight of the orphans? How do we fast track solutions? Because if we wait for another entity, uh, say the government, Things may take another five years, but here we are the hands and feet. The church is readily open and should welcome and open up their home um, to the, the the little ones that we see who um, are orphaned or just don't have just guidance. Yeah. And we're saying every, every child needs a loving home. And in the church where we sound the alarms to say, you know, this is this is our mandate. Um, how do we how do we um, practically um, come on board and actually um, lend a hand? Guys, I truly believe that the church is God's plan A for the world. I know that you guys do too, and so uh, yeah, maybe we can just turn our focus and and just 
you can give us some some of your thoughts around how churches and and how Christians in general can get involved uh, in this discussion uh, and get involved in alleviating the plight that we see around us. So I think you know one way is actually just having a workshop, yes. <laughs> um, getting people um, in and around. Um, the church community to come and say, okay, um, in our community, we have so-and-so who's a child-headed home. Um, um, how do we rally around them? So, And, and we, can, can, we, can, I, can I underline what you just said? Yeah, guys, I, I've been working with Open Home Africa for a number of years now, and I've noticed that there are certain churches who have hosted them over and over again, and I don't think that the intention uh, is only to have workshops at maybe any Antioch Bible Church or Crystal Park Baptist Church or Central Baptist Church or Living Hope uh, or uh, in uh, Soweto Molotsane Baptist Church. Uh, the, your guys' desire is to get this information as far and wide as possible. And, and so, you know, if you're listening in and you're a pastor and you're in South Africa, um, if you're in Gauteng in particular, reach out um, to Safiso and reach out to Gagelo, reach out to Open Home Africa, um, get in touch with them and organize a workshop in your local church mm. so that your members can be equipped and so that you can reach out to your suburb uh, with with information around adoption and around the care of orphans and uh, and those that are in need of foster care. The, sorry, Gagelo, to just break in there, but uh, but but there might very well be listeners that, that immediately that's an application that they that can come to mind for them. And I think one of the things we we lack is, is exposure. So when you have people who come and say, hey, we've done it, um, and this is how you can do it. And I think people just need ideas. So one of the speakers we have who's coming to the conference is Quentin Sanders. You may know him. Um, He's an elder at Central Baptist Church. He's a good man. <laughs> Yeah, and um, he is going to come with the practical tips of how do we start a orphan care um, ministry um, within a local church, you know, so practical solutions um, that, that are needed for people to galvanize and be mo- uh, mobilized to actually start one. And um, we we have a long-time partnership with uh, Joel Kirby from Ontatile, who has a breakdown of like steps of how to get yourself mm. ready to to take in somebody, even if it's just for uh, 24 hours or 72 hours, mm-hmm. as a place of safety. Mm-hmm. So there are specific steps that um, you you can actually um, go through, and and it's, it's it's quite practical. It's it's not so daunting because when you go online and you're like, oh, how do I help? When the steps are just muddled up, yeah, mm-hmm. or you may just come across the wrong kind of social worker, and and we in these workshops advocate for. And the right steps, the right partnership with the right um, social workers, so that things are above board and the forms are submitted, and you then you in line to to help uh, when help is needed. Oh, that's excellent, guys! I I really want to take the opportunity to promote the conference which is happening this Saturday it is happening at Antioch Bible Church which is in the northwest of um of 
Johannesburg um, and it starts at half past eight in the morning and then runs through until the early afternoon um, and I, I was wondering if maybe and I, I will give links and, and how people can sign up to the conference uh, straight after this but, but what will the specific aims of this conference be uh, if a person who's listening in is intrigued by everything that you've said up until now uh, and they are thinking about coming uh, what are you hoping to achieve at the conference happening this Saturday? There's so much in this sort of world um, that we've all stepped into. And so we've got, um, you know, speakers from different uh, parts of the country. Like I'll just say one of the topics um, that we're going to have understanding uh, child protection crisis. Mm. Um, and, and and what we can do to do more. Uh, one of the speakers uh, will be speaking on that. And then we're going to have um, the steps on how to adopt, how to foster, how to open up your home as a place of safety. And then we're going to have someone from um, the Baby Saver movement. And um, they will be talking particularly about um, how we could um, assist women who just are stranded and are desperate and they don't know what to do with their children. And so um, baby savers are usually one option that uh, moms who are in a desperate state can, can can use instead of abandoning a baby on the side of the road or uh, in the middle of a felt somewhere. Um, so these are just practical solutions as to what is actually going on. It gives us a contextual view of what's actually going on, mm. but also how do we then help? Um, so these are just some of the things that we'll be touching on and, and various speakers from different parts of this world will be um, uh, coming on board and talking about these things and just to really, really put in our hearts the, the, the just, you know, the need. Hey? Mm. It's, it's enormous. Mm. It's the urgency. This whole. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the need is absolutely massive. Uh, I, I, there's a listener that's uh, on Facebook uh, watching the stream right now, uh, and he just makes the uh, the, the comments regarding the grant, um, you know, the, the 350 rand, which can be doled out so quickly. Um, why, why not a grant to our future and uh, uh, variable homes of all orphans uh yeah i mean it just it just doesn't make any sense we've got more and more orphans in our country uh, and we're struggling with uh, with funding it, it really does blow one's mind um and yet i don't think that the answer is really at government level uh, as much as i think as citizens we can demand that our government addresses the problems in our society and and we should use our voice as far as possible f to advocate um for the best possible use of funding the, the reality is the the real answer here sits with the church of jesus christ and sits with christians standing up and 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 living out our faith in tangible ways um earlier safisa i was just struck by by your incredibly um a theological answer in terms of what the solution was uh, and it went something to the lines of we who have received so much grace um, are to be uh, we custodians of this grace now uh, and the way that we 
the way that we demonstrate uh, the, the, that we are recipients of grace is that we live this out in the world around us. Um, our obedience to the commands which God has given us, including commands to take care of foreigners and the most vulnerable in our midst, including orphans, um, our our response to that um, really should be in obedience. And it's an obedience which flows out of the love which God has given us. Uh, we love others because God has so much loved us. And surely one of the ways that we can demonstrate that love uh, is in the care of those who are in such desperate need. Um, oh, yeah, well, it, it, it is a, it's a massive task, um, but it is a task which gives glory to our God in heaven as we go about doing it. Um, we really need to see the church standing up uh, in this hour of need, don't we? Absolutely, absolutely, Mark. And um, uh, for us, you know, we also um, didn't, you know, make this up or just dream it up or anything. It was modeled for us. And this is uh, another avenue for discipleship because uh, we saw in the churches that we were in adoptive parents um, and uh, very much visible, especially in cross-cultural uh, adoptions. And um, it was the gospel really lived out and yeah. it piqued an interest in us um, to actually ask, okay, maybe if natural parenthood is not an option still adoption is that option for us that we could also uh, uh, um, uh, uh, you know take and um, we started uh, engaging you know those those couples uh, and uh, those friends of ours uh, um, who really just took us along the journey and really told us really this is what the gospel lived out looks like um, it's not easy, but it's uh, sacrificial uh, and it's full of joy uh, because we co-laborers with Christ in doing this. Mm -hmm. And it's so fulfilling um, when you see the impact of that grace applied on a life uh, of a child who's in need. Absolutely. I mean, in actual fact, we now kind of cross over to uh, how our relationship and our friendship developed and grew. Um, I remember... Yeah. Um, us going to a picnic at Princess Alice uh, adoption uh, Princess is a Princess Anne uh, adoption house and uh, and sitting uh, with uh, with Thomas and and talking about adoption uh, and and kind of dreaming of the future. Uh, maybe if you're a listener um, who's listening in now. Uh, and you're hearing about this conference that's going to be happening on Saturday. Uh, you're hearing about the aims of the conference. Maybe you're moved. Maybe you're not going to be an adoptive parent, but maybe you know somebody who's interested in adoption. Maybe this becomes a wonderful opportunity for you to get uh, this information to them. Um, maybe you might even offer to go to the conference together with them uh, so that they can get exposed and so that you can walk a journey with them. It is a wonderful opportunity for discipleship. Um, it is a wonderful opportunity um, to get exposed uh, both to the need but also to the solutions that are available uh, in our country. Um, maybe we should just turn our attention to how people can get uh, into the conference uh, this uh, Sunday. My understanding is they need to um, pick up tickets through Quicket. Am I right? Yes, uh, yes, Marcus. So the tickets are available currently on uh, Quicket, uh, Um So information is available on openhomeafrica.com mm -hmm. um, about where on Quicket you can get it. It's a cost of 50 Rand. It's a nominal cost that just covers your lunch and refreshments. Um, and um, also what, what we would love to do is um, on the air, um, give away five double tickets to 
listeners who comment and are interested and are just quick to just really they say they don't want to come through um and um we would be lovely we would love to really have them over and have a conversation about uh, how we can all make uh, an impact um to this plight amen that that's absolutely fantastic so um does will that happen during the course of this show Safisal? Uh, can I make you that can, available? Okay. Yes, you can make it make it available in this show for sure. Um, and um, yeah, even if uh, afterwards, Marco, we, the the point is really we would love mm. to have uh, um, as many people who would be interested to finding out how to make a make a change. So what I'll do is um, up until the top of this hour, I will explain clearly. Uh, if you've been listening in and you would like to uh, attend the conference uh, and uh, you would like to pick up one of the five double tickets that are available uh, to you, I will explain clearly how you can go about um, making an application and getting connected uh, with Open Home Africa uh, for the conference, which is happening tomorrow from half past eight until half past three at Antioch Bible Church. And that is out on the west the northwest side of johannesburg i will give an address it's in boundary road um around the honeydew area honey ridge area um and i'll give a clear indication of 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 how you can get there or links um so that you can uh, get more information guys you know just in closing is there any kind of last call that you would like to make to the listener audience uh, this morning we would love to actually um, um, open up our um, ourselves to anyone who's outside of Johannesburg, outside of Gauteng, who would love to have a workshop, as you um, kindly uh, pointed uh, everyone to just really reach out um, to, to, to really, um, I mean, we will come. Um, it's not even a question of cost or anything. We, we, these workshops are free um, and um, we, we do it um, because we realize that it's all about information sharing and it's all about, um, you know, connecting stakeholders. Um, in order to meet the need that we currently are faced with. So we make ourselves available. If there's anybody, if there's a Macedonian call somewhere, we will, uh, by the Lord's grace, get there. Um, and uh, we have some very some very eager friends as well who are keen to get us uh, and, uh, and themselves along, along to any parts of the country um, that may be interested. Yeah, I think the main thing for us is to um, understand that it, it, it's, it's all about community. You know? So if we strengthen and uh, really just equip church members, ministry workers who want to do this, but they don't know how, they don't know. It, it's more of a network, you know, creating a workshop, but also just um, this is a Bible mandate. This is how we can live it out. This is how we can apply it in our lives. And um, by the grace of God, we will uh, be able to do it together. The body mm. has to move together. Um, we can't have a leg there and an eye there. And an, uh, we have to move together. So this is one way of saying, hey, guys, um, um, the world is doing it. But we, we know we can do it better because we're powered by the Holy Spirit. We're powered by the love of God. And um, as believers, this is one way that we could uh, walk out this love mm. um, and raise these children in, in gospel, uh, biblical homes. And, and they could, who knows, um, be, you know, champions and real agents uh, for the kingdom of God. Amen. Um, that, that is absolutely 
absolutely excellent and and maybe to any pastor who's listening you're outside of Johannesburg you're outside of Pretoria maybe you're inside Johannesburg or Pretoria and you would like to reach out to Open Home Africa and organize a workshop praise the Lord uh, I'd encourage you to reach out I have included um, contact details uh, for Open Home Africa in the show notes uh, on Facebook and I will extend that to our podcast uh, platforms later on today if you are outside of the Johannesburg and Gauteng areas, let me just say I've hosted um, workshops uh, with Open Home Africa before uh, in Crystal Park and it was uh, a pleasure um, uh, uh, hosting you guys in that you brought really subject matter experts to the party. We had Joel Kirby from Otentile. We had um, others that came through to the workshop, spoke with credibility and excellence, answered the kinds of questions that potential adoptive parents had at the workshop. Uh, and, I'm, I, and I can remember even at that workshop, uh, there were uh, parents who walked away um, with opportunities uh, to adopt uh, children uh, in the future and uh, just always excited to hear uh, how that uh, how that works out and so I'm, I'm looking forward to a, a harvest a fruitful harvest uh, coming out mm-hmm. of both the show this morning but uh, also uh, out of the conference uh, this uh, coming weekend thanks guys for everything that you do thank you Mark and uh, thank you to the listeners um, please do um, Feel free to ask any question. Um, we're happy to uh, field any questions that uh, may come through. Great um, stuff. Even after this. Well, every, thank you so much. Mark. Yeah, God, God bless you, Chachelo. Uh, God bless you, Sifiso, and uh, do trust that the conference goes really well uh, tomorrow.